Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nerds of Legend. I am Ben. Next to me is Joel and Missy, and a surprise uh, appearance by Miss Lizzie. And then uh, below me is Brendan. So, uh, a couple things before we get started. Uh, just reminder to keep to check us out on Thursdays with our new D and D campaign, uh, DM'd by Will, as well as we'll be covering. I can't remember what Viking thing next Monday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The weird, the weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All the weird stuff. In, uh, Made out of body parts in Norse mythology. Yeah. The overall weirdness of the Norse myth. The, the fingernail hair boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fingernail hair boat. The copious quantities of killable, consumable, resurrectable creatures. Yeah. You know, the gods made of spit. Yeah. Like yeah. This is stuff that really just stands on the high screen. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is this is that that guy had way too much of those weird mushrooms or something. The, yeah, this is what they show like every really Animal Mask. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that, let's uh, get into Legendborn by uh, Tracy Dion. Uh, Melissa, this was your pick, so you get to do the recap. Do you, need the, do you need the stopwatch going? No. Um, <laughs> it's like every other YA book you've ever read. Thanks for stopping by. Um, so this was all over um, Book Talk. So uh, super popular. It follows um, 16-year-old um, Brianna Matthews as she um, is gets in into a like early college prep um, program and she goes to um, UNC Chapel Hill, I believe, and then um, like her first night there experiences like a d- demon attack or dragon. Yeah, basically a demon attack, dragon. something something paranormal. Uh, yeah. The ch- some, yeah, some sort of attack, and then it kind of opens her eyes to this other world, and so she joins this secret society to try to get to the bottom of her mother's death. And, you know, it follows uh, her as she competes in these trials to um, become a uh, scion or whatever. The a scion, squire, yeah. Squire. Squire. Um, yeah. To, yes, um, to the future um, king. So mm-hmm. it is a very, very, very typical YA story, but there are some really interesting points to it. Um, it's modern day retelling of um, some Arthurian legends and really draws mm-hmm. on that. So it's fun. It's not high think. Um, mm-hmm. There are like really, like I really appreciate it. Like as someone who read a lot of YA, um, it's always like young white girls who like yeah. don't really know, like stumble into being awesome and yeah. bite their lips a lot and so like to have I bite their lips a lot and just... yeah <laughs> which boy do i pick yes um so to have a person of color as like the protagonist yeah. is awesome right yeah and so you have definitely um, some different uh there was no lip biting yeah no lip biting um, so I, I really enjoyed that, but it was, um, it was fun. I, I would love, I know Ben, you didn't care for it. So do you want like three minutes to just go for it now? So I complained about this book a lot and I, it took me a while to like 
I just couldn't put into words why I didn't like it. It was just, there was so many, it's just, and it's probably just because it's like your typical YA thing. So I was just like tired of it. And then, so what I, what I realized is I was talking to Joel one day and I was like, you know why? I, th- I think I realized why this book doesn't make sense. Cause there's a lot of shit that this girl was doing that I was like, this is not 16 year old behavior. This yeah. is um, what I realized was like, I'm pretty sure this book was written as like a 20 year old. And then they decided in editing, make her 16 so he can mark it as YA. And then, but they didn't find it 19. It would still be YA. Yeah. But yeah, but it was like, yeah, it was like, this is like freshman in college behavior. This isn't 16 year old girl behavior. 100%. Yeah. Like, I think we've, I, Joel and I talked about it. I think you might have been on the phone. It's yeah. like, it's all so creepy. Like, yeah. you don't, like, um, how is this, like, 16 year old able to just kind of, like, do whatever the fuck she wants all the time? I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I get it. It's an early college program, but there's no, like, you, when you're in one of those, you're under, in, like, fucking, like, lockdown. You're, you don't get to just, you don't just have your run of campus. You don't get to just, like, partying with everybody and yeah i was like i was like where's this where's the chaperone where's like the supervision because they don't just let minors walk around like that at a school well, one lazy bartender is like ah you can come into the bar obviously 16 year old girl yeah no 16 year old i know no matter how good the fucking fake id is is getting right. into a fucking bar and ordering yeah, drinks i don't know if a single 16 year old no matter how mature or developed they are yes yeah. or a 21 year old right like a part of it, like again, goes into like at least my under- understanding of that is like, you know, like she is this other, right? She's the only black like person or person of color yeah. outside of like I forget what that other girl was, but Alice, like, yeah, you know, or not Alice. There was someone else. Oh yeah, she was uh yeah, she was like half Puerto Rican. Yeah. 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 So like, there's one other. So then you have yeah, but not person- college. But you're going in, you're with these people, they're not questioning everyone, you know, like, they relied on a lot of the fact, like, that, like, they... Like, they're with them, she's with them, they must be cool. But also, like, she's, like, black, so you can't really ask her, or, you know, like... Yeah. They just kind of let a lot slide. Yeah. Because they didn't want to, like, you know, be, like, you know, racist or whatever, which... You know, and she calls out throughout the book, like, what, what the fuck do you mean? Like, yeah. you know, very, like, she's very... I, I, I found, so, like, I, I was worried that this book was going to get preachy, and it, it actually towed the line really well. It didn't go overboard on doing that. I think it told that, it was trying to tell that sort of perspective in an other, like, a, in a way that didn't come, like that wasn't distracting from the plot, but... Well, and I thought it was really authentic. Like, it was really well done, yeah. Especially, like, the parts about her hair, right? Like, yeah. That is, and I've had what the fuck? Why'd you touch, like, the... Why'd you touch my hair? Like, fuck off. Keep your mitts yeah. to yourself, yeah. Yeah, and, like, like I've, I've had those conversations with, you know, people that I've worked with or friends, like, where they're like, yeah, people always try to touch my hair, like, you know, like, hands off. Right. Yeah. My hair is not this novelty that yeah. you kind of like go up and like pat. And mm-hmm. I've actually had the opposite where 
you know, I had some friends who were the only like white people in um, classes that were primarily diverse. And so like, she was the one who was getting her hair cut because it was yeah. so, like soft. And she's yeah. like, it never took the moment to like, think about how that feels. When right. You grow up with someone. And right. So, it just it felt really authentic. It was I thought it was awesome. And yeah. some, like I said, I've read a lot of YA, so to have, you know, a person of color and not and have it her be not strong, a caricature. Yes. Like yeah. strong protagonist, a little bit of the Mary Sue that you don't like, but well, like you know, like strong enough yeah. that she stands on her own. I don't think she started out as Mary Sue. Just very very, very combative. I, I got really annoyed. Yeah, her behavior at the be at, at like up to like the midway point of the book was I was just infuriating. Like I get it, you're in mourning of your mom, but yeah. like it was beyond like stupid. Like she was, she was angry constantly, and that that after Brie that she kept talking about. Yeah. First off, anybody listening, there's gonna be a shitload of spoilers. So yeah. Normally we say that at the beginning. Sorry to bring it out. We will ruin every nook and cranny of this book. Yeah. Um, that being said, back to Afterbree. Mm-hmm. Afterbree was kind of like what she seemed to lump in all of her negative emotions. Right. That she was like um, hiding behind a wall. Yeah, of anything. But it was of anything. Somebody mm-hmm. would say something she thought was racist. Afterbree would handle it. Somebody would deal with something that would make her feel challenged. Afterbree would handle it. Like, yeah. And she didn't really have any kind of. Uh, control of it whatsoever and she was in the beginning it's actually a little difficult like you're like this girl is fucking annoying like she gets it up in arms about it's very authentic because she's later yeah no, but in the well yeah reflecting on it after like in the beginning she's angry she's out of control she's trying to find some sort of meaning and sense but she's also that that snotty smart kid yep. who's like i got to college and i'm 16 yeah you know like i got to college early and I was the smartest person, so everybody around me is never had to try in class, didn't yeah, have to, didn't never had to study. Right. So, so there's a very there's a lot of hubris of like the the young, uh, yet to be out in the world. Yeah. And yeah. so she thought she had everything figured out and everything had handled, and all she had to do was just deal with the fact that racists are everywhere and that she's her mom passed away, which by the way, massive bit of things to deal with. Yeah. Um. And then she finds her first day that now demons are real. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. like demons must be the reason. Like, and, and she does have a reason to think that they're involved, but like demons are real, and children are telling the police what to do. Yeah, that's yeah. another big one too. Yeah, like Cell's just like whatever. Like Cell is awesome. Yeah, Cell like, is like he gives zero fucks. I love yeah. Cell. He was. He was like, she just like her her like hatred of him was just like so like he didn't do anything to you. You just showed actually he did, but like he just like you just showed up out of nowhere and like this dude and like freaked the fuck out of this dude and he's like she can't she she's resisting this you know trump card of the mesmer where you can like basically rewrite somebody's memories or make them forget stuff and it was just like she's able to just like resist it on accident. And then, so he's like, the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. He was, he right. Was, he was pretty anime. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sort yeah. of framed him. Uh, I, I kept seeing like this, just like. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like the, <laughs> any, any anime where the guy with glasses like speaks. 
in small, you know, con- uh, that's the gesture that the, the middle. No, they they all do the they all do the push pushes up glasses. Yeah, it's a yeah, meme. They're all they're all very erudite and they all speak in, in very concise sentences and they all like know everything and they and they think they know everything and that's sort of it. Um, My Hero Academia. There's yeah. a character like that. Um, Neon Genesis. The dad uh, Gendo is like that. Yeah, they they push up the glasses with their finger and it makes their glasses flash and that's them being like, I'm a badass nerd. Yeah, you to be. Uh, fair though, you guys are all wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Actually, please explain why we're wrong. He is uh, recent. He's he's Reese. He's yeah, he is Reese. Yeah. Dark. Oh yeah, that's totally. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, and just close his eyes in pain. Yes, I I saw the fuck. I I thought I was reading an Akatar fan fiction for a little bit. Like it just hit the same like notes. I know. I know it didn't. But it's like... Nobody sheathed themselves and there was no... Yeah. How many times can you be wrong in a conversation? I don't care. <laughs> I felt like it, there were so many parallels to like... How many times can Ben be wrong? I was, there were just so many times where it was just like... There was so many parallels to like Akatar, Like the story beats of like finding the power. And you've got you've got tall, dark, tall, tall blonde, and dreamy... And who's got an anger problem, and then you, but you've also got dark and mysterious guy who's like some also like who stand standoffish also has an anger problem. That's just tropes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, so what I understand, I cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying it's like just a very tropey like book. They're very adjacent to anime trope like character types. I I, I really I I was telling Ben when we were discussing this. Thought of it in terms of like a magical girl anime, or as um, as a CW show. Yeah, and I think it, with with that mentality, of, of you just hit both of your things. I I'm she's going a... back and watching all of like the Vampire Diaries and shit right now. I'm telling you, it, it, I got I'm in that mindset and it really helped. I'm concurrently watching Vampire Diaries and Vanderpump Rules. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Always he. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck into Vanderpump Rules, and I realize it is a cesspool of human garbage. It's I like, can't, uh, it's like, it's like Pulp Fiction. My girlfriend's a vegetarian, so basically I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife watches Vanderpump Rules, and now I worry about these server sluts running around this weird restaurant. <laughs> what are they doing? Each other. They don't have time to work, but they have time to bone. Like, <laughs> I don't know how this lady makes money. Yeah. Missy said it best. Like, Go in knowing it's YA. You, there are certain assumptions you need to make, and you certainly need to prep yourself for that. Um, I, I liked, I liked it because it forced me to, to think of YA from a different headspace. I've read YA in the past. I, my favorite in high school when I was YA age, my favorite was a, was a book called Feed, and that and other YA books I had read were. Uh, from either the male gaze or the love triangle uh, white female gaze, they were very uh, Caucasian-centered. Or they were high-concept sci-fi and and didn't really think of a cultural perspective. And I had to sort of read this and understand it from the perspective of someone who was different than me. And so that layered upon a YA book. Um, The hair thing, I've dated a woman of color in the past, and I I had to learn a lot of things about not getting hair wet and, and like when you can actually go out 
I never realized that they had to deal, uh, people of color had to deal with people walking around touching hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, these are perspectives that I that are new to me because uh, because this book, uh, the protagonist is, is, is a person of color. So I enjoyed. There actually, sorry, yeah. there are actually still states where it is illegal for women of color to wear like their hair like in dreadlocks or like their natural yeah. hair. Like there are laws in place still on this book in the year or on the books mm. in the year of 2023. That's that so half still, night. Like, like I can't. That your natural hair is still like a outlawed. Yeah. And is it actually like uh like yeah the law is still on the books but is it yeah. still like enforced? Some places yeah. What there's the fuck? There's a movement or is it... called the Crown Act which is looking to like repeal all these. Yeah. But there like there are places where like where it is still in practice and enforced. Jesus. I just couldn't imagine that like doesn't make, that doesn't... So back, but back to your point like it helps yeah. you kind of con- conceptualize that. Right. Yeah. Was, I I thought it was done from uh gracefully it was it was done from uh an honest perspective. Uh it could be very easy to be to be to be full of indignation and, and hatred and anger for being mistreated, and I thought that the perspective of a person of color having to deal with this sort of thing was done in a way that I felt safe, like reading it and learning from their perspective, and it, it didn't feel hostile to me. Yeah, um, it was, it was what, very yeah, it was very informative. Yeah, also the frequency of like the little microaggressions that she had to deal with, mm-hmm. like yeah. people walking in being like, "Here, go ahead and take my coat." And they're like, she's a page. And they're yeah. like, did you look at her? Like, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, or like the, yeah, the, that Vaughn guy who's, who's like, uh, just like super aggro about it. Or like yeah. saying, or like, oh, affirmative action, here we go. Yeah, and like, what was really funny is like the entire setup of this thing was, like, as you come along, you find out not only is the order, like, deeply racist, but it's also misogynistic like yeah. uh, how are women here you know yeah i thought it was funny how uh the i would have been would have been funny is if you would have found out that vaughn's dad was that sheriff that was like an asshole did you two watch the the bbc merlin show i did not okay. so, i started i i've started like dragon underground yeah yeah, yeah, and 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 King Arthur was blonde, and he was a bit of a Chad. And, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, and but he was yeah. also dumb. Yes, yeah, I loved that show in college, and there was a ton of hate mail and, and vitriol being thrown around because Guinevere was cast as a person of color in that show. Yes, and black. all and all I could think about was this. Uh, this had a lot of Arthurian legend in it, and she had to deal with all of this BS because because of her race. This made me think of that BBC Merlin show. Mm-hmm. How that actress had to feel being cast uh, as this great character and having to deal with all this hate online just because she was a person of color. And I was like, this brought me back to that. Because I'm like, oh, hey, I get the Arthurian legend. I get that. And I get the, the YA structure of the secret society. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Colleen watched this, I think, the, the live action Winx Saga show on, on, uh, on Netflix. And oh, like, wow. We didn't watch all of that either. It felt like that a little bit. But um, I'm like, okay. Like, I, I, I see her headspace. I can see the indignation that she has because she's very intelligent. Uh, she has abilities and, 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 and is in the secret society. She's lost her mother and she has to deal with all this BS on top of it. 
I, I realized, you know what? It's very realistic. I would have been, I would have been just as cocky and just as angry yeah. um, as, as she was. But mm-hmm. I, I thought, you know what? Realistically, she handled it rather well, and, and that was actually not. Yeah, in hindsight, you part. did. Yeah. And and there was no vengeance. Like at the very end, which it was so like, mad. It was like a big cliffhanger ending. God damn it! At the very end, where you find out that like. Yeah, there was a lot that lot that happened in that. Last shit's time. shit's finally happening, and then oh no! But it's it's we're we're not done yet. There, it, it was not wrapped up in a nice little bow. Yeah, there at the end, there, this is the biggest spoiler of all of it. But like, she's following Nicholas, who's believed to be the scion of Arthur, and then when he comes to pull out the sword, mm. he's not. Turns that out was that wild. Eight generations ago, Nick's mom, the, the, the female of the, the line, decided to get it on with her dad. With Lancelot's line. Yeah. Lancelot's line. Yeah. And, um... Well, and it t- come to find out that, uh, the guy, the guy who's, like, the scion of Arthur was fucking around with his, uh, with his David slaves. decided to have his way with a slave who then ran away. Yep. Okay, go back to uh, matrilineal lines make more sense because you not if you're chauvinists you can prove that this one came from there (laughs) yeah there's a there's a visible connection yeah like a literal visual connection like when it comes out with the with the umbilical cord still hanging on you're like ah that line literally goes to her yeah (laughs) is it tropey? Is it coincidental? Is there a lot of things where you're like, oh, this gentle father. JK, he's the bad guy. It oh, was, man, that was another one. I it, seem to be, like, decent the whole time. I was like, just kidding. I've been bringing demons around so my kid will get a job. That was so... I could see that twist coming from a mile away. Honestly, I, I, her becoming the scion of Arthur, like, you, you saw oh, that happening. I was like, oh, like, fuck. You're a root crafter. And I then still you're love a that. crafter. I you're still like, love that yeah, smurf. yeah, you're all the crafters. You're the avatar. I get it. I love that smurf though, because in, in a lot of Arthurian... even though you know it's coming, it's still super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many Arthurian things, like uh, Guy Ritchie did a Arthur movie, the Disney King Arthur cartoon. I mean, this King... is the best cartoon. Just so you know, I, 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 I love that movie. Best one. Yeah. I will defend that movie to the to the ends of the earth. So a lot of times the sword out of stone is very cut and dry, very expected. And I was, I was like, you know what? A lot of Arthurian legend, Lancelot gets it on with Guinevere, and there's some side action that pisses off King Arthur. That would be so cool if. Oh, oh fuck! Was, like, <laughs> it was so satisfying. Yeah. For that, you know, for One some thing, but it wasn't him. Like it wasn't yeah. them. Like Ben was. Which like, was so much like, better. Yeah. Yeah. Triangle. And I'm like, well, what are you trying to expect if it's loosely based off? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But the thing that was great is why like Akatar, Ben's absolute favorite. Um, yeah, there was no sex in this. Okay, I wasn't talking about the sex stuff. I was talking no, about no. the the story. We read your we read your posts. You yeah. were it was really gross. The Reddit, how do they get it out in Akatar? And the pictures you drew, it was horrible. But anyways, you said you were just reading fan fiction. Yeah, Akatar's not writing fiction. it. <laughs> anyways. I hate you both. Great, though, is typically in YA, at least the ones that we have had for this this uh, this podcast. You know, we've read 
I don't know, Discovery of Witches is LA, but it's got the wide discrepancy. It's like adjacent, yeah. Vampire being in a 30-year-old, which at least this one's got a doctorate, so I mean, like, that was okay. Yeah. But then, Akatar, a 19-year-old girl who, like, just stumbles in and accidentally kills a fairy creature, and this 500-year-old fairy lord is like, you're taking penis now, and she's like, all right. And then she finds an even older one and is like, more fairy penis? Sure. And it's just uncomfortable with the fact that there's like these sensory old age gaps in between. Yeah. It's, it's creepy. Sometimes spinners taste like a century. Is that what you're saying? Oh. Steve. <laughs> Look at how proud you are. <laughs> and she's like, finally they're off. <laughs> they're, like, they're leaving me alone, yes. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, Missy's an old man lover, which is gross. So. <laughs> yeah, I just... yeah it's, to me, it's just weird. And that is why it's fundamentally weird, because it's the women with old men. Old men that like younger women are cool. Mm-hmm. That's what society says. <laughs> yeah, I just... But even, like, so the age gap in this isn't that big, but it's still really... She's crazy. 16! She is 16. Well, isn't he, isn't he also the early, isn't Nick also or the early entry? No. Thing? He's a no. junior in college. No. Oh. Second or third year. Oh, so he is? So he's like 18 or 19. Yeah. That's not but as it's weird. Still illegal. It's like, eh, yeah. No. That's why, that's why I think that, like, this book was initially written as, like, a 20 year old was the character, and then they yeah, changed it, it, it to sell copy. Yeah. It does, after you said that the book was less disgusting. Yeah. Like, it was less creepy than when, how old are they really, originally going to be? 16? Fucking weird. Yeah. You know, like, it It was. Now, moving on to, like, the, the differences of the past, is I do love the fact, like, the root craft and the ancestral. Oh, yeah. I do like the way that wove into it. Oh, yeah. Like, but then because of the world, this, yeah. This order only being uh, their form of magic. They didn't imagine anything else could exist. They're Shadowborn and they're. Everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. There's Legendborn and then there's everybody else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, By their own hubris, like they missed a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And here's Bree coming in, able to do stuff. She resists the Mesmer. She's able to protect herself from Shadowborn. She's able to redo mesmers in some of her she's able to heal like all of this holy this like natural like healing magics breathe fire well, that's, <laughs> that's the blood that's the blood craft blood craft so, yeah yeah that's yeah. the blood craft and it's like it, and it, the, the story was woven together very well where it's like each action of somebody in the past and, and what's it the the actions of the of the characters in the past in an attempt to control a member of uh, Bree's lineage ended up empowering Bree further. Yeah. Which I thought, I thought that was a very interesting character development because it took like the struggles that they went through and the injustices heaped upon them and made them into a more dynamic creature as it went yeah. on by literally empowering them with stronger root crafter, like blood magic. Yeah. And to me, I mean, like, if there's going to be a trauma response, tons of magical power is pretty boss. Yeah, right. That's just yeah. that's just what un- unlocks it or whatever. It's like the X Men or whatever. 
Yeah, that's like every every superhero show where like his true powers are locked by getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. I uh I really liked um this was another one of those books that had like a really cool like world to it and a lot like the magic and stuff. And it was just like another very first world. Like it very you it felt yeah. you could go there and touch it. Yeah. It was but it, like I said, it was another one of those books where it's like the world in this book is amazing. I want more of it. And then every time they ruin it by going back to, oh, let's go back and talk about what Bree thinks about all this now. And I'm like, no, go back to the go back to the magic stuff. I don't care about 16 year old girl problems. <laughs> like, <laughs> go back to the magic. Are you team Nick or are you team Cell? Cell. There is a team Cell. Is there? there is 100%. Also, technically, Nick is like her, like, great, like, he's like eighth cousin, like, twice removed. So yeah. there's okay. that whole thing. There you go. Even more so. <laughs> yeah. What is that one where they're banging siblings? Um, not the most. Mortal instruments. Mortal instruments, they bang their family members. That is that is not the most problematic romance line that I've seen in my yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. Are you that, talking about mortal instruments? He asked yeah. me if, we, if I wanted to do that, and I was like, "No, fundamentally, I cannot support a book who whose main plot device several times is incest." I was gonna say, like, like this book. I was like, oh, "Okay, they made it like eighth remover or whatever, so that it's yeah. not because they don't like." He's not descended. He's descended from the mob. Nobody's sleeping with anybody right now. Who cares? Exactly. They're just making weird faces at each other and like, like, like kissing. So heavy petting. Yeah. Favor's been sheathed four hundred different times. I'm going to presume that Missy has done more reading on the series, and I probably I got, I got no. She this she had just read this book too. Oh, the rest I've never of us. read this series. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, uh, I'm all. I tried twice because I thought that Ben would like it because it was based. I on did, I did, I, I, like I said, I. Bone dancing. I got. Like, it was too young that like there wouldn't be a lot of sex. Yeah. So it didn't harm his delicate sensibilities. I don't know why you guys think that I'm just like, just it was the language in Agatar that fucked it. It was like I didn't care if there's fucking. <laughs> there's a baby present, you pervert. All right, so. I always just assume that, that, Miss, that Missy has, has read has read in the series, but since we since none of us know, I'm just gonna I made the presumption that uh, that Cell is like that line of the triangle will be expanded upon in future books. I, oh yeah, like, I got the huge vibes that 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 they're gonna smolder. Yeah, because well, because the whole you know the whole second book is them gonna be trying to get Nick back, and they're gonna be all like tight together. They're gonna get close together. Yeah. yeah. I would honestly be surprised if the wording of this if this book series does not lead to somebody like the way that they went it, they kept everything kind of topical and the story drove it more. The relationships did drive it, but mm-hmm. not the sexual part of it. Yeah, it was more like the friendship bonds, a little bit of interest, but nobody actually got. It's not like the other YA books were like as soon as they see him, the guy's like, "I'm old," and then his pants fall off and she dies on him. No. Nothing like that. Like it's just there it was a lot more story driven as opposed to like sex. Yeah. And um yeah. the story was interesting world building and characters despite a delusional passive protagonist. 
<laughs> Stop writing me. That was not me. That was not me. But that is completely how I feel about this book. It feels, this feels like deja vu, but I'm going to I feel like we had another great world building one that the, the, um, the protagonist sucked too. There's, um, like, this is deja vu. I'm going to say it again. This is not the worst Y protagonist. That no, it's not. At all. Um, um, what I was the one that was that was phenomenal? Quit talking over Brendan. Sorry, I, I apologize, Brendan. I love the um, the different cultural perspective, and apparently, I think it's called uh, Black Magical Girl. It's a, it's actually a YA um, genre now. That I oh, just, this is my introduction to it, so I like. I'm the, here for it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, cultural perspective. Um, King Arthur, uh, Arthurian legend. That's gonna draw me in. Um, I, I kind of got Iron Druid vibes a little bit. It did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, just just getting yourself in the YA mindset and thinking of it as like anime or CW show, it really helped me to read it. I told I told Ben I had to actually kind of adjust to all the names being shortened. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was it was enjoyable. Sure. I, mean, I haven't I haven't read YA uh, seriously from start to finish in a long time, other than like through this book club. So I thought it, I thought for YA. Uh, it was a fresh perspective. And enjoyed. Yeah, it was definitely not the worst YA book we've read. Yeah. Like I said, but because like like I said, once I once I've like I like 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 I said once we were once I reframed it in my head because I remember you told us you told me one time that they do that a lot where they write these books and then they'd like lower the age to make it a YA book and so that it'll sell more. Well, so there's they're still navigating what what it is because before it was young adult and fiction right yeah. like there wasn't a space in between and yeah. now there's this space in between that's called new adult yeah that is this kind of in the middle yeah. um you know age where you're not quite you're not quite a, a woman not yeah. a girl yeah not quite a woman um the song i like the song um <laughs> But like it, so it's that middle space. Mm-hmm. But those books, that new adult, they're still being shelved with like YA, yeah, right. So like Akatar is on shelves next as to new life. adult, but it's like right next to the all the stuff where it's like it's like this should not be given. No. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So you know, it's just it's an interesting space, and mm-hmm. so like I thought like. I didn't, outside of just, like, seeing it on book talk and hearing good things, like, you know, outside of that, like, yeah. being like, oh, I want to read that. Yeah. Honestly, I used to get a, like, book subscription box mm-hmm. called the Bookish Box, and they had t-shirts, like, you could get, like, booky, bookish t-shirts, and I grabbed it out of the, out of my drawer, and they had sent one that was Legendborn, and it was my pick, and I was like, huh, what about this? That's my yeah. pick. Nice. Yeah, we, uh, I, yeah, like, once I, like I said, once I reframed this book in my head, I had a much more enjoyable experience with it. Like, once I stopped, I was like, I was like, no, she's not 16, she's like 19 now, so. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, then I, that's when I, like, I, you'll notice that's probably when I stopped bitching about the book, because <laughs> I was like, okay. It, it took a while to. It took a while to. Uh, all right, fine. Still was he? Yeah. <laughs> that is. That is really That's bad. our default tone. 
<laughs> That's our default mode. Just bitching. <laughs> um, it was, but I'll, I'll give it. I had to agree with Ben. This yeah. sucked in the beginning. We, yeah. I did not care the, for it. Like, the beginning was hard. She had a chip on her shoulder for damn near everything. You yeah. know, like, no matter what it was. And there was one. But it does start off like, you know, her chip is valid, right? Yeah. It starts off with her getting arrested. And the guy's like, well, I guess you're here for affirmative action. Uh, before that even happened, she had a chip on her shoulder, though. Like, he's like, your hair is badass. And she's like, it's because I'm black. And she just stormed off. And you're like, maybe it was just a compliment. But then you got to realize, like, you're, you're learning a character that is completely different from myself. I've yeah. never been a girl. I've never been black. I don't know anything about any of the things that they have to deal with. So mm-hmm. once you take that into that, you're, you're taking the perspective of somebody who is like completely different. I am a white male. Like yeah. I've been a white male my entire life. I don't know any other way to be. And now I'm reading a story about, like I can, you can find common grounds with the Caucasian female story because you'd be like, well, I know that part of whiteness, but I've never been a girl. I don't know anything about being a girl or being black or any of the prejudices that yeah. come in. And things and so you think, well, I've complimented people's hair before. I never meant it racist. That doesn't mean there's a bunch of other people that do. Yeah. So you have to deal with these aggre- these these Yeah, the microaggressions. Yeah. Never cross your mind ever. Just because you yourself wouldn't do it doesn't mean that they don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so once you start realizing that this character is navigating the world that you are not you have no connection to you do not know what they're what they're dealing with what their problems are their struggles are in any way you, you kind of just stop and then go on the journey yeah uh, but it's really hard to get in that card in the beginning because that chip on her shoulder is really she like big. she was not likable at the beginning of the book no no not at all because i'm like why do you like i was like like her and like the friend like her like acting haughty about like the friend being pissed at her like like was infuriating i was like yeah she's mad at you 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 like got her in trouble she's gonna be pissed like also you're like showing you're like going out to like and not coming home like you're the only person she knows on campus like why do you think she's pissed at you? And the, finally, they resolve it, like, more than halfway through the book. But, like, the first half of the book, all she does is bitch about how Al, uh, about Alice. And I'm like, she's your one friend, and you're just, like, toss her to the curb, basically. And you're being kind of a bitch to her. So, like... But then you gotta think, 16, like, how many times did you have a friend that you got into a fight with? You're like, guess we're not friends anymore. Never. And, well, that would make sense, because you're weird. Wow! Wow! Ouch! <laughs> I mean, like, like my children. I don't know. He and his best friend. They have falling out. So we're never friends anymore. Yeah. All right. And four hours later, we're done. Wait, yeah. you just got to tell me you're never talking to this dude ever again. Mm. And they're like, yeah. Well, that was four hours ago. Now we're best friends again. Yeah. And you're like, okay. You, you know, it captured being a angsty. Yeah, girl, yeah, very well. Right? Yeah. Girl, I don't know about the girl, but I, I do know that it definitely t- the the insecurity of the teenager. Like I was sitting there, I, I did try to put a little bit of myself. Like, what was I like as a sixteen? And like, I fell in love with like a different girl in my class every week. I mean, <laughs> there was there was the one constant girl that was like my number one crush, but then like in her orbit. 
were like 17 little moons of other crutches. So she was like Jupiter and then like 54 other rotating bodies. And I was like, ah, she can, she's kind of a dragon. None of them ever came to fruition, just so you know. So no. like 64 person failure. But ben, <laughs> someone said yes. Someone said yes, yes. Ben knows a really good friend, Tyler, going all the way back to high school. And he, he had was your friend? No. His, his sister. Um, <laughs> and she she was older than us. She was a senior when, when I think we were sophomores. And she was always going through boyfriend drama and friend drama. And she was very active in school and everything. And we observed that tangentially. But Tyler and I were like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and Step Brothers. It's like, you like Mortal Kombat? You guys you like put Mortal your testicles on are each you, other's equipment? Are you, sure. Are, are, are we best friends? Okay. And he's like, hey, yeah, let's just play disc golf and then talk about video games and anime and just kind of like done we so just become best friends yeah. yeah but that's not interesting in terms of a narrative yeah <laughs> so that's fair the perspective of like i don't want to say it's it's expected or, or um the norm for there to be more drama from the from uh, a female high school perspective but i did observe that um from tyler's sister i just that's more interesting to me to me than my experience in high school which was if i had friends i i in some cases would overlook things that you should raise red flags about just so that i wouldn't lose friends that's that's toxic and that's you know and it's also not very dramatic not healthy yeah yeah, yeah. i also think like this like the younger generation are more are far more willing to like bring up stuff that mm-hmm. we would have just let go yeah they're probably more emotionally healthy because they're more informed because technology is fingertips yeah that, that's the other thing you were bringing up oh she's like 16 but coding older this generation I mean, i'm used to reading ya from a millennial perspective these kids for the year and a half i tutored um high school juniors and ACT, a lot of it was in the middle of covid and they just wanted to talk so the first 15 yeah. minutes of our tutoring session they just needed to dish to somebody and the content that they go through on their phones and and the drama and and the lack of socialization, the anxiety levels, and, and the being literate of, of the world around them and being up to date were astronomical levels compared to us. And so mm-hmm. I almost was like, oh, I mean, being a uh, being um, in the, the you know the newer generations, they're probably just exposed to so much more than we were. Yeah, so, yeah, that's fair. I yeah, that may that actually makes a lot of sense. Maybe that maybe that's why she codes older than uh, and that that could explain some things. Yeah, I think this was came out in 2020. Mm-hmm. So, like, it would have been written before, but I do think it does ring true. I don't. And this is gonna shock you, but I am a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no oh fucking way. What? Yeah, it's a surprise like, because you're so cool. Oh my god. Been a shocking turn of events. There's only three penises on this. <laughs> she didn't bother me, right? Like she didn't bother me like she bothered you. Like same with like you know, yeah. Feyre, like Diana, like these were these are people who are foreign to you, right? Yeah. And it and it's hard and they are so foreign to you and this is not being a meme. I was like I was like I was like, Are you calling me sexist? Is that what's going on right now? Foreign <laughs> like their thought processes are so foreign to you. Yes, yeah, it's alien. Hard yeah, for you to to put yourself in their shoes or, or sympathize or empathize or whatever the case may be, because 
at the end of the day, that you just want to shake them for being dumb. Yes. And I can can remember feeling that way. Yeah. And so I think fundamentally, maybe you haven't felt similar ways, and so that's why you struggle with these. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely some of it. Like, it's not like I don't get, like, why I'm like, I'm like, pull yourself together! (laughs) Get through the shit! (laughs) Like... Like stop it. Just yeah. Like, just, just do. Like do something. Don't just be like. Uh. Yeah. I'm so sad. I'm like stop. Not. It's not even like stop being sad. It's just like come on. Like you could be sad and just like fucking deal with the problem. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I I, I do think like unlike most. Where you feel like they're just a trope. Yeah. This one felt like there's some serious development. She, right? yeah, she, she, it was definitely like a coming of age sort of novel. Yeah. Like, um, you saw her like discover her heritage. You find her like sort of like reconnecting with her roots, so to speak, and all kinds of stuff. It was like the end of the book, I was like wrapped. Like the last like few hours of it when like she's actually doing stuff. Instead of just moaning about it, I was like, I was all in. Like, yeah, it was. It was definitely a slow build to where you're like, okay, <laughs> any fucking day now, right? Yeah, and she just kind of like like jumped into it. You're like, okay, I I get this. You know, I understand. I loved, and, I loved her like her and her dad at like the brunch place. That scene where he was basically like. I don't know what your problem is, but come on, <laughs> it's like we're we're yeah. we're all dealing with shit. Much, it was very much like uh like how you talk to your own child. Yeah, I'm so used to the dad oh. being the what's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's and we're back. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so used to the dad character being the best character in YA. Like I remember. Um, yeah, it's always the case. I remember reading Twilight and being like. Dad is the best character in, in these books. Yeah, and, and, and he was the best character in the movies. Um, that was that was a good moment for me. Yeah, because I, I could just like I could just feel like the dad's frustration with like I don't like he doesn't know what to do. His like daughter's like pushing everyone away, and then and like he's like I'm trying to let her be herself. But she's fucking up. <laughs> like, well, in like his thoughtfulness to be like, I like it's time you need to see a therapist. But this is like, you know, I found a. I found one that yeah, I found someone like, that. She looks like you like things like that are like really important. Right? Yeah. Like, and so Somebody like with common ground. Yeah. 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 Like and so to her like that was I think a moment of like huh. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then it worked out, and it's yeah. a little bit of a plot device, right? Yeah. But like, still good. Like, still, still useful. Right. Yeah. I just like I was. I you were. I don't know if you heard Missy, but I was talking about how like one of my favorite scenes in the book was her and her dad at like the Waffle House or whatever. Yeah. Or the yeah. the the brunch place, and him just being like, "You gonna make me pull it out of you?" Or are you gonna tell me? <laughs> it's like I know something's wrong. I don't know what it is, but we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna sit here till you talk about this. Like, yeah, 
and I did, and I, I heard uh, Charlie we are, we are was feeling that Charlie was one of the best characters in Twilight as well. Yeah. We we are feeling the trying to guide teenagers. Yeah. Uh, very very deeply here. <laughs> yeah. Right now, like trying to be like, what's wrong? Ugh, nothing. I don't even know. Hey, go put on different you don't pants. Know. Hey, pull right by your private area. We can. See I can you. see your whole dick right now. Go put on something yeah. else. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Like, yeah. Know, like, and I and I thought I would like it going in, so I mm-hmm. wasn't surprised, right? Yeah. Like, but it, like, again, like it felt good. Like, it yeah. felt like, you know, a good um, story. I would read the second one, mm-hmm. um, even if you know, uh, Ben and his doppelganger reviewer. Uh, don't uh, find the the characters lackluster, uh, but the world is good. Yeah, I was I, I, I was really annoyed. The, one. the the cliffhanger was too big. Now I have to know. Yeah, what I was like, we have to know what happens to Nick. <laughs> yeah. Real yeah. Literally, like the last five minutes. Sorry, didn't mean to cut over you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, they reeled us in. They yeah. did. I was like, fuck. Now that she's now that she's actually a like. Now that she's it took. It took so long to make her a likable character and for her to, like, come into her own, so to speak. And then finally, like, she's, like, being a badass. Like, she's got Arthur in her head and stuff. And, like, oh, wait, so it's a 19-hour book, right? Right. Ben, you spent probably... Most of the book hating her. Probably 16 hours, 17 hours being like, this bullshit. Joel would go up and down. Like, yeah. He's like, I don't like... No, 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 that's what... Like, that was what was hard about this. It was hard for me to get through this book because you had top parts of this book that were so like so good, mm-hmm. and then we get like back into like the drama stuff, and it was like an entirely different book. Yeah, and it was so hard to get through because it was like, can we just keep with like the the stuff go like happening, not just this like I'm gonna mope around for a week or whatever, you know, like. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. that was to make it harder, is because the, the the high points of this book were so good, and then the, then like it had dipped back down, and I was just like, I fuck, we're back to this again, like yeah. we're fuck, we're back to after Bree. Really like yeah. I was just like, can we like like you're, ugh. I I don't know if I'm making sense, but like no, you are. If, if, I got it. How you'd like skip like so when she was doing the trials, right? Like, yeah, it was awesome. Working, like. I like that, and I was wait, and I was like, like thinking she would like be brand. She's brand new, right? They're gonna give her the training. They're gonna yeah. gloss over it, but it's gonna feel yeah. authentic. Yeah, we got we have that yeah. time. We got a so, little montage, yeah. Jk, like seven days, and you're like, what? Like she, like she came and hold her sword, like yeah. What, what are you like? That was a little bullshitty. Like, yeah. yeah. Like so, there's like pros and cons, but. Well, it kind of, like, built her up that part, a lot of that, as, like, she's already, like, a natural athlete sort of thing, so some of it was okay, and, like... She's like, my ankles hurt from, like, doing the training. Like, yeah. Like, you don't, like... My whole body hurts! Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I was, I was... It was... There's parts of, like, that where I was like, hell yeah, this book's awesome, and then there's, like... And then we get back to, like, the, the little petty drama stuff where I was like, ah! Can we also talk about how zoologically rich hell apparently is? Yeah. 
I'm so I was. That's one thing with the world building. I was so annoyed with was like hell bears, hell hounds, hell foxes, hell cats, hell cougars. Yeah, there was a hell cougar. And then the hell bear. Hell lady trying to find the younger hell land. Yeah, like the one thing I wished is the monsters would be closer. Uh, the shadow one would be closer, to, like Abola. classical demon. Yeah. Like, Demons, because like, yeah. uh, Ben, ben and I, an ben and there's I, an imp. Yeah, but Ben and I have gone on a complete tangent about like the the demonology and yeah. um, medieval magic books and stuff, and how um, the demons have like really weird bodies and four hands and three legs and all yeah. Sorts of we can do, do that book next. Give me reason have, to read it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we we go off on like hermetic. And historical magic and witchcraft and stuff. Um, I was kind of hoping that it was going to be different than just like Hellmon, I'll call them. Um, but yeah, Hell I was all about Hell Cougar. I was that, that was cool. The Hell Bears, the Hell Foxes, yeah. the Hell. Yeah. I haven't read it yet because I've been reading other things. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound like an audiobook that you could throw on. I feel like no, definitely not. Because I also have the original translation. Uh, yeah, but no, this is the original, like, middle Old English. Middle English. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, King James wrote a fucking book about demons and witchcraft. and Back in his cooler years. Right. Before he decided to start whoring the room. No, wasn't that just a... King James the first. He was gay. Might have been. Oh, well, he didn't have any mail. Or was it, am I wrong? King James the first. Is that... I'm pretty sure he put that out. Like, his people put that out because... He had a male lover, and they were like, "No, you know what you should do? Hunt witches." Yeah. Well, there's at the time ta- at the time there was like a huge like spate of like witch hunts of like mm-hmm. act of like they they were just like murdering women all over the place. So I was like, "All right, we need to codify this so we can actually figure out who the witches are and not just start murdering people just because you don't like them." Like, what here's the rules. Maleficorum. Malus Maleficarum. Yeah. Yeah, where you just—it's just pretty much. Do you like that guy? No. Yeah. It's in Wikipedia. The first of England. Yeah. Um, yeah. the most prominent homosexual uh, figure in the early modern period. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's hilarious to me how the the Southern Baptist Convention so rigidly adheres to the King James version of the Bible because they're all mostly gay. <laughs> And they and they never bring up. Uh, and he's like, and he's like super gay, but also like wrote like the like one of the foremost treati- treatises of the time on like now, magic. You know, <laughs> you know, important thing, they're gay. Well, like, I, I also um, want to blow your mind in that he probably didn't write it. Aww. Put his name on it. That could be that could be fair. Now my worldview is ruined. What if? But it's cooler if he wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly think that he was sitting around all day and transcribing the Bible from Latin to English. Probably. No, he was digging down his his lover. Yeah. What do you think? He did it. He rolled that in between dick breaks. He's getting. Yeah. He's like, oh, you need a 20-minute refractory time? I can write the book uh, of Job. Just Let's do me, this. Let me, let me <laughs> find my name on that real quick and get back to what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to who I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Bring me the paper and your butt. 
Bring me the baby oil. <laughs> we have it. She's gonna be aware. She'll have no problem with gay. Open-minded baby. Legend point, like there was that part with Cell, like who, like sexuality seems to be a little bit fluid in this, which I appreciate. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. But it was casual. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like like shocking or anything. Just, oh yeah. She's like, she's like, oh yeah. I, like when Cell was like, yeah, I loved Nick, and then she's like, wait, do you like love love him? It's like, it's like who doesn't love Nick? <laughs> she's like, you know what? Fair. <laughs> yeah, actually, like, yeah. Go ahead. No, in like in the beginning with Alex, like, oh, who's your type? Like, yeah, you know, like it was very casual. It was very like, yeah, you know, organic. It didn't yeah. feel like it was too showy or like anything. I thought it approached like topics like you would with a friend that's that yeah. is gay. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, like oh, it wasn't like we're talking about gay stuff over here, and I'm okay with it. It was like, it's like, like this is my friend Alice. She is a lesbian. It was like it was like oh find any find any cute girls yet it was like yeah. super like chill. It reminded me of uh, Shit's Creek. My uh, my mom is very conservative, very traditional, and we like Shit's Creek. And Shit's Creek approached uh, LGBT um, orient, orient, yeah orientations as if um, the default is to accept is to accept these people. And that that is the norm, and that is it is, it is normal to just ex- accept all orientations and, and all beliefs. Well, it's the wine, not the label, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, and and just that th- this is this is normal, rather than saying this should be normal. Mm-hmm. And my mom watched that show with me and was crying at the finale because she she loved the characters so much. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not like this is what you should do. It's this it, it's this is normal, and yeah, this, this is, is it's the done. default. Yeah, and and this book reminded me of that. It's not like, oh, hey, uh, this should be what you approve of, and this should be what is right. Yeah. It's, this is this is the norm. Yeah, but it, but it, at the same time, it also did a wonderful job of explaining for people not familiar with different viewpoints. Like, yeah. maybe some other people see things in a different way. Yeah, you know, I think it was an excellent book from right the beginning. But yeah, all right. So then, mm-hmm. scale. What's your scale? Diane, Avatar, Discovery of Witches. Where are we? I enjoy, I would say like there were rough parts of this book, but overall I did enjoy it. The world building was great. I'm just gonna repeat whoever that that smart guy is that did that Google review. But like I I agree. It was like there's a kind of like a the protagonist was like wanting at times, but like overall the world building was really good. The characters were really good. They, I didn't feel like sometimes you have a bunch of these like NPCs, so to speak, that are in a book that like they kind of like blend into each other. Like all, but all the characters were very distinct. They had distinct personalities. It was enjoyable at times. And once I had, once I reframed it and made it less creepy, and I was like, why is and stopped thinking about like why is this sixteen-year-old wandering around a college campus at night alone? Uh, the book, the book got a lot better. I enjoyed it. Um, I'd say better than Akatar. That's a low bar. That's yeah for, for you. For you. Not really. I mean, but like, so like, it wasn't the word. Okay. Oh. Okay. What's what's my scale? Yeah. So Akatar to poison. Okay. Not as good as poison study. No poison study. Uh 
I definitely. You should have started with this. So, like, is Poison Study a 10 and then Akatar is a 1? All right. Yeah, on your scale. I'd put it at. I'd give it. I'll give it like a 7.5. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. If if that's my scale, I'd give it a 7.5. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it an 8. Uh, yeah. said an eight two. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have the caveat of no, it's YA. So yeah. If you enjoy YA, if you enjoy like magical girl anime, um, if you enjoy CW shows, have that mentality coming in. Um, it it gave me an excellent um introduction into other cultural perspectives. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was very educating in that way. If you love Arthurian legend, that'll bring you in. Uh, if you watch a lot of anime, you're used to the you're used to having problems with the lead character and loving supporting characters. Yeah. Um, but I love Henry the Fourth Part One and yeah. how how growing as a character is the strength of that play. So, you know, your protagonist growing as a character, I think, is a strength, not a weakness. Yeah. Um, I'd, I I'd stick it with a solid seven half to eight if you enjoy YA. Um, mm-hmm. Fresh perspective, fresh ideas. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Never would have picked this up off a shelf. Just gonna I throw did, that out there. I didn't. <laughs> no, this you did not. Thank you, Missy. For yeah. <laughs> so with that, uh, we're getting overtime here. Uh, Brendan, it's your pick this week. Yes. So I'm giving you guys a curveball. We are going nonfiction. So we're going the Bible. With- yeah. <laughs> Bible. We're starting with Genesis. Buckle up, kids. James <laughs> Bible. <laughs> Not fiction, thank you. <laughs> not fiction. Oh, I see what you did. Uh, we are going. We're not. We're not opening. Uh, we're not opening uh, that can of worms. <laughs> uh, we'll be reading Killers of the Flower Moon: The Osage Murders and the Birth of the FBI by Randall. Oh. So this upcoming is, Scorsese movie. This is Martin Scorsese's new movie. Um, this is nonfiction. If you want to listen to audiobook. Can, but it comes with a lot of pictures in it, so it has a lot of diagrams and pictures of uh, the actual individuals. What's it called? Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon. It it covers the um the birth of the FBI and J. Edgar first big case. Um, this is this is very socially conscious. It covers um murders of the Osage Indians that were forced from their original ancestral lands into the reservation. And found that the, the rocky, unarable land was a massive oil reserve. And so the Osage Indians became fantastic. And they started getting murdered. And so the FBI had to figure out what was going on. Um, it's, it can be perceived as depressing. It's, it's, it reads very quickly. It reads very quickly. But it's very socially conscious material. It's, it can be very depressing. It covers uh, uh, relations. Um, race relations and the indemnities uh, on Native Americans and that sort of thing, but it's extremely informative, fantastic nonfiction, and uh, would be a good primer into Scorsese's next movie. But you're suggesting that we should read it as opposed to listen to it. Yeah. Because I think you're, you're, you're like giving us homework. Yeah. <laughs> I love history. I love uh, history. Um, it but it's got... There's a lot of... There's pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, gonna so be a trick, as most of us are busy and can't read stuff. But if you, it, it's it's perfectly doable with audiobook. But there, just letting you know, there are diagrams and photos. 
But and it's a fast read. So okay. Some of us don't like your childless, carefree lifestyle, Brendan. The <laughs> <laughs> fast read, I'm telling you. So, uh, yeah, as a person with no children. I got pool maintenance. It's got it's. Oh, yeah, that's the exact same thing. Raising a human, cleaning a pool. That's great. I can't just put a blanket over my daughter for four months at a time and be like, well, it's good. I told you today that you're like, <laughs> you're a junker, and I just like the way yo-yos look. And you go, eh, someone's got to do it. So you can't and you're like, I'll and teach that. Part. You're like, I'll teach that khaki scheduling prick. Here's hope. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's got graduate school and a child. Uh, not yet. I've got two weeks before I got to worry about graduate school again. So, well, yeah. you have two weeks to read this book. I want five pages, double spaced. Ah, fuck off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Missy's like, I'm in. All right. Uh, so, all right. Thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you again on Thursday.